What's up, friends? Welcome to another episode of The Entourage Effect, the world's most evolving podcast in cannabis. I'm Monica, better known as Green Wizard Online. And I'm Donnie Turpin. And as usual, we're your hosts. This podcast is brought to you today by GreenRush.com, the easiest way to buy weed online. So go check out GreenRush if you are in need of weed. Today, we're going to be talking about... Tony? We are talking about the Indica Sativa Hybrid Dilemma. Very nice. Moving past it and how to move past it. What are we smoking on today? Because it sounds like it's got you good. Today we're smoking some White Widow by Gardens of Whedon. Thank you, Gardens of Whedon. Um, I needed some White Widow in my life. Where is that bottle? I need past it because I want to read those test results. Sure thing. Lots of terpenaline. Whoa. Osamine. Whoa. Karyophyllene. Whoa. So terpenaline's at 3. Osamine's at 1.8. Karyophyllene's at 1.1. That to me says energizing, clean, invigorating body high. So that's awesome. Absolutely. So, Indica Sativa Hybrid. What's the problem? They. I mean, what isn't the problem? Yes, there's there's a lot of problems with it. A ton of problems with it. To the point where it's hard to know exactly where to begin. So I'm just going to try to jump into it and we'll see how this goes. Bear with us. So, as a bud tender, that term causes a lot of confusion nowadays more than ever. Because indica and sativa are botanical terms and nothing more. It doesn't give you an effect. I mean... It has nothing to do with the effect. It has nothing to do with the effect. effect. I misphrased that. So let's, let's, hmm, let's kind of simplify this. If somebody comes into my dispensary and I ask them what they're shopping for and they tell me they want to smoke some weed, they want looking for flour, um, I will ask them, okay, how do you... How want to feel today? What do you need? Something energizing or something relaxing? And then they'll usually, usually, um, yeah, usually the response is either, oh, you know, I'm looking for an indica. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm looking for a sativa. Oh, I'm looking for a hybrid. And although it's so, then it I have makes things difficult. Yeah, so I have to then re-ask the question and I'll I'll, I'll say, I'll accept their answer and say, okay, I can find you a sativa. Do you want a sativa that's energizing or do you want one that's relaxing? Because the thing is is that, and sometimes I get weird looks, but most of the times the the person will usually answer, you know, oh yeah, energizing. Sometimes they get it wrong, they'll say, oh, you know, I'm looking for a sativa, something to make my body feel right or you know they'll say oh i'm looking for indica that's the one that gives you energy right so that makes things confusing too is that people are having a hard time figuring that out too and nobody is i mean really to blame here i guess that's a matter of opinion but when we go into dispensaries for the first time or at least me personally and in the past you go in a dispensary for the first time and you're taught that the more energizing strains are the sativas, the daytime strains, if you will, and the nighttime, bedtime, you know, sleepy strains, the couch lockers, are the indicas. You know, they always say, in the couch. Well, 
that has really nothing to do with anything since they're botanical terms. So really all that is saying is it's talking about the plant's structure. It's talking about the species really more than anything. And these species, these varieties, they're very, very diverse in their effects. And if anything, the terpenes and cannabinoids play a far bigger part in any of the effects than whether it's an indica or sativa. For example, one of the best ways I like to make people think about it and question it, because mm -hmm. people aren't inclined to change their ways or what they've traditionally thought, been used to, etc. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Ask almost anybody if green crack, the strain, is an indica or sativa, and they'll say, oh, it's like one of the strongest sativas. It's one of my favorites because it's so energizing. It's super energizing, and it makes Tony clean like a maniac. So if you guys need your house cleaned, uh, get Tony some green crack. It also has like a nice, has a nice smell to it. It's very distinguished it smell. It's even, even the smell is invigorating. It's like a, man, it's hard to explain, like orangey. It's like orange, but if like orange had its own unique, like, like a different kind of orange. <laughs> Go on. So, we normally consider it a sativa. The effects from what we have been told in the in the past are sativa effects, air quotes. Mm -hmm. However, from what I know, there are two different like strains out there, true strains of green crack, one of which is a 60-40 indica dominant, and the other one is an 80-20 indica dominant. Both very much blatantly obvious over the line of like doubt in indica or at least an indica dominant hybrid is what the market would call it and if you come in asking for an indica that's not what you're gonna get you yeah, know yeah exactly so once you realize what it means and the fact that there's really no correlation between the botanical terms and the effects it gets kind of confusing. Now, we can always, or not always, a lot of the times we can assume that when you're asking for an indica or sativa, you're asking for daytime or nighttime because it doesn't really make much sense to shop in terms of a cannabis a leaf, how the leaf grows in shape if mm -hmm. uh, the effects, you know, yeah. you can find them in both. The... So in, I know when I'm attending, I definitely have seen indicas that make you, f so quote unquote indicas that, so it's labeled indica on the package and then you smoke it and it gives you energy. There's a really awesome strain called Golden Storms that's mm -hmm. like that. Uh, and then there's... Uh, so that becomes an issue. The growers, the warehouse, they're going to package it as what it is botanically sometimes and sometimes, sometimes that's the issue only sometimes there's no sometimes. like actual sometimes it's the marketer ruling yeah. sometimes it's the marketer who just takes everyone's word for it and they just they'll say sativa because so, it's energizing it's really a wild card as to what indica and sativa more, means on more, your packaging now more than ever more more than ever it's subjective because the if you don't, yeah. If one strain makes me feel one, if one strain makes me feel tired and another strain makes Monica feel energized, then what? Is it an exactly. indica? Is it, it a sativa? It hits everybody differently and it might not hit you in that energizing manner. It might give you extreme paranoia instead and exhaust you. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it's very, very questionable. And at the end of the day, you don't know whether they labeled it as 
indica sativa the traditionally named effects or indica sativa the technical botanical terms and that's a little concerning uh when you're trying to use cannabis one as a medicine or uh, patients who are hypersensitive to different strains. I know some people who absolutely cannot smoke any strain except one. They've only found one strain that works for them and they stick to it and other ones give them very undesirable effects. Mm-hmm. Um, some people love all strains. Some people have just one strain that just makes them violently ill. Some people actually, uh, green crack that does that too. I've heard a lot of people where green crack just makes them insanely sick. Uh, thankfully that doesn't happen to me yay and I haven't found one where that happens everybody is different so it's it just causes a lot of murkiness unclarity confusion uh, misdirection it makes things it makes things more complicated than they need to be right. and that is why we need to move away from it and um, we are not very big on complaining unless we can provide a solution so we are here to uh, shed some light not only on the issue, but on uh, some proposed solutions to getting around it, erasing indica and sativa from the dispensary vocabulary. Now, of course, if you're using that in a grow op, if you're a grower and you're using the term indica and sativa in terms of your plants, I mean, things are going to be different. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we're not telling you stop using the terms botanically. Just. Use the terms for what they really mean, not for the, I guess, slang. Not for, yeah, the slang of how they make you feel. Um, there's another point I was going to make, but I forgot, so I might circle back later. But until then, let's continue with uh, some potential uh, solutions. So first, we need to educate ourselves on, like, I mean, we, we need to educate ourselves. We started doing that. Like, we figured out why this is wrong. Um, next, we need to figure out, oh, uh... Then before we can move on to that, we need to talk about strain names. Um, one thing that makes cannabis even more confusing is that we have strains that <clears throat> have different names and the different and those growers strains have can, different reputations and for effects, even though the effects can vary based on soil type, environment, growing conditions, uh, what terps and cannabinoids end up being predominant in that strain so i think the the best way for me personally as a butt tender who's been selling weed recreationally here in the state of las vegas and medically you know as well in the state of <laughs> las vegas in the state of nevada <laughs> in the city of las vegas i'm i'm a, what i can do is give you the the tips and tricks and hacks that i use when i'm selling cannabis and talking about cannabis because um i don't know it my little shortcuts have kind of figured, have kind of made it, have made it easy to explain. So, can talking cannabis kind of reminds me of Pokemon, and I know this, yes. is, this is going to get a little nerdy, but but it makes the most sense ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in Pokemon, <clears throat> there's P- Pikachu, and I could have a Pikachu. Monica can have a Pikachu, and Yay, you get a Pikachu, and you can have a Pikachu. It's like the Oprah Winfrey show, uh, except Pokemon and, and weed. 420. <laughs> so we all have Pikachus. Yes. Maybe Sorry. I caught mine. Maybe Monica traded for hers, and maybe yours hatched in an egg, because or evolved or technically evolved from Pichu. Then, right. uh, so the thing with Pokemon, the thing egg. with Pokemon is that. Um, 
all of our Pikachus, even though they're all Pikachu, my Pikachu is going to have different moves than, than Monica's Pikachu. They could come from different regions. Yep, Monica's Pikachu can have a higher higher stats than my Pikachu. Your Pikachu could be higher level and, and have more health. And... And the thing with cannabis is it's just the cannabis is very similar because of the genetic thing. So I can have a I can grow blue dream. Monica can grow blue dream and you can grow blue dream. But just like how our Pikachus are all different, even though they're all Pikachu, we all are growing blue dream. The way we grow our blue dream, the way we treat our blue dream and level up our blue dream and grow our blue dream is going to affect how is going to affect the profile of the blue dream which in turn affects how the blue dream is going to make you feel also mm-hmm. pokemon have different types which are effective against certain types and very ineffective against other types yeah so same with cannabis you have different types of cannabis that are very effective against treating certain things and completely ineffective in other ways so that mm-hmm. is why it's important to really For example, um <laughs> do we need to give an example? Oh, if you want it, yeah, go for it. I guess I can. If kinda, you have an example, please. I, I could. Um, you sound like you have one. As some people are not affected by THC and the the same way ghost type pokemon are not affected by normal type oh moves. <laughs> so if and you know, so and when I'm bud tending and I explain it like that, it kind of, it really helps. But also when I'm bud tending, here's the other, here's another, here's another pro hack tip that I, every bud tender should use. At least I use it when I am bud tending. To me, every single product I'm selling is a hybrid, technically. Yes. It, Thank you. It is like so important to, I wish i I wish I didn't bring up that point yet because it is a very epic point. But it really is. It's and, something we really and have And that's to talk the thing about. too. And like and just let's like talk about it now. All right, let's talk about it now. But I want to make one more Pokemon comparison. Please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, the same way. One more. The same way. Um, cannabis can be bred. It's just like the same way Pokemon can be bred. So like, if you want your, you can do really sneaky things. Like you can make your Pikachu know. Well, okay. I know my Cyndaquil. I taught it. Thunder Punch once because I bred it. I bred it, it the the other Pokemon. I bred it with a Electabuzz and it somehow knew Thunder Punch. And oh, because okay. and I feel like cannabis is very similar where you know you breed two strains because they're one is sleepy and one makes you I think like come out with some cool terps with some yeah. different effects. Yeah, and the thing with yeah, and yeah, it's crazy. Another tip that, or actually, no, let's talk about uh, what you had just mentioned. Okay. What? About the, um, they're all hybrids? Yes. Okay. So, over time, America has greatly, greatly interfered with this plant's genetics to manipulate it for various reasons. Now, in America, back when it was very, very illegal back in the olden days, they used spy planes. The U.S. government used spy planes to look for marijuana fields, crops. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they had to find a way to make the plants easier to grow inside, 
make them not grow as tall, make them grow as big. And so they bred them with Cannabis ruderalis, which is a very short, kind of thick, sturdy Russian uh, cannabis variety. Technically, it goes in terms of uh, botanical types, indica sativa, or yeah, indica sativa and ruderalis. It's the, the lesser known third uh, sibling of the indica sativa. So even though they're all hybrids... They're, well, there, I mean, wait, hold on. There sorry. used to be more distinction between I just a, up a true. Jar of it's okay. There used to be more of a <laughs> distinction between a true indica plant and a true uh, sativa plant. However, there is no longer any records of those plants anymore, which is extremely unfortunate. And In- due to all the bastardization that we did, kind of to make the plant adapt to our various illegalities it's kind of a shame but we really messed with the plant and made it so that nowadays yes of course there are different varieties different effects but they are all some sort of hybrid mix and what's crazy is that we have found what we say on the market is nowadays pure indicas total indicas that have the exact same effects or incredibly similar effects as what the market will advertise as pure sativas, 100% sativa strains. Hmm. Is that crazy and yeah. so misleading? How is it that you're going to get the same effect? Possibly. It doesn't mean that's a guarantee, of course. But how is it that there is that slight chance that whether or not you ask for an indica or sativa, you're going to come out with the same thing? The yeah. same effects. The so so in the, in theory, pure sativa would be the plant that is the um the plant that grows like hemp. Oh wait, sorry, I said I promise I won't talk about that. Mm-hmm. So indica, in theory, comes from the Indian mountains, and that is the plant that produces a lot of THC, a lot of resin. The other plant, which shall not be named in this episode, but we did a whole episode on hemp, so uh, go yeah, check I'm that right. out. But I promised us I wouldn't say the H word today because oh, you it, just did. I just did. So dang, dang it! So if you want to know the difference between hemp and cannab and and indica or you know marijuana, the this medicinal product, just go check out our go check our out podcasts. that episode, and we can definitely we will definitely talk about. The difference, but we should. I don't know why there's going to be a lot more. Let's stick to this podcast and get back into it. But get back on track. But (laughs) so, Ruderalis, can you just explain what Ruderalis is? Because I like. I literally just did. Oh well, it grows in Russia, and I think that's really cool. That's I said that. Oh my bad. Where have you been this whole podcast? A little stoned. Apparently. So then that (laughs) means now that we've educated ourselves in how this all works, the next step is to. Get indica sativa hybrid out of your dictionary. You understand now, I hope, why this is an issue and why it can cause confusion. And honestly, as the patient, all you should be concerned about is coming out on your end with a strain that you're going to like. And it's not fair to yourself. So think about what you want. Think about what you need before you go into the dispensary. Go in with intention. And this is my kind of solution to this. Because Mm -hmm. if you tell your bud tender exactly what you want in terms of effects instead of le- leaving them guessing what you want by just saying, I want an indigo sativa. 
answer their question, and I hope that they don't ask you if you want an indica or sativa. And if they do, now you know better, and you can tell them, well, today I'm looking for a strain that is going to help boost my mood, keep my anxiety at bay, um, and uh, keep me energized for the day. And they'll say, I know exactly what you need. And you Wow, know, I wish I had customers that... <laughs> you just sound like a dream customer. That sounds amazing. But see what I mean? <laughs> like, he hears like, that... Oh, I know exactly what that is. I wish I wish you could see how, like, big he's smiling, like, imagining a customer like that. But it's true. You make their job so much easier. And that's only a win for you. I mean... You come out with exactly what you're looking for. Tell them exactly what you're looking for. Be a picky customer. Do it. There's so many choices. It'll limit it down. It'll narrow it down, and you will probably come out happier in the end and uh, more healed. Mm-hmm. So stop. So get Indica Sativa Hybrid out of your dictionary. Let's be precise. Let's have human connections. Let's, let's talk. Let's be clear. Let's look up our terpenes. Let's look up our <laughs> cannabinoids. Let's figure but out. even if you don't know all that, you do know how you feel. You do know what is wrong with yourself if there is anything wrong. And you know how to talk to your butt tender. You, yeah, and you know what you want. You know how you want to feel. You know what you or need. Or you know what you want to fix. And nobody can tell you that except you at the end of the day. No one else can feel how your body is feeling in that moment. So, sorry, like, that's kind of your responsibility. But use that to your advantage, mm-hmm. is I guess what we're saying. Long story short, end of the day. Too lazy. The TLDR. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't listen. Exactly. Too, well, actually. Oh, yeah. For a podcast, it would be TLDL. <laughs> so, yeah. That's our TLDL. I, I wish we could actually. We should. I'm gonna, Next time, I'm going to write the TLDL. That way. That would be great. And the bio, that's technically what the bio should be. Yeah. Anyway, we're yeah. going to stop planning our podcast on the podcast. Uh, I think that kind of summarizes it. I mean, it does get more complicated. There is more history to it. And if it interests you, I urge you to look it up. But I think in a nutshell, we have explained kind of the issue with the indica and sativa definitely conundrum i hope we were clear enough i think we were i feel like we're a little yeah i think we're a little I don't bouncing th- around but you know it gets confusing because it just is there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot of history there's a lot of politics and um yeah but we just kind of want to give you the the abridged version but we're the future and the and we can change let's this let's make it bright we can change this habit by you know by recognizing it and now that we've recognized it and now that we know how to stop doing it and how to do it better let's do it let's do it all right guys thanks for hanging out with us on this episode of the entourage effect hope you had a fantastic time i know i did we will see you next time and until then stay elevated bye tribe